Welcome to another episode of Semi-Informed with Ben and Trey. I, of course, am one half of the duo. I am Ben. Um, uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Trey. We hey. are... What? I'm just saying, hey! Don't, don't interrupt the intro. Come on, man. We got a whole thing that we do. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Uh, so for those of you who listen, uh, who listen regularly, you probably noticed that we were off last week. Uh, it's okay. We're going to make up for it. We got two special guests this week, and we're going to put out two podcasts this week. So, um, but one of those people who listens regularly is my uncle, my uncle Al. It was his birthday last week. He, the man just turned 80. He doesn't look a day over 60. I don't know where the, where the, we got these great genes in our family, but they're doing something good in the water up uh, up in Madison, Wisconsin. So shout out to my Uncle Al and uh, happy birthday. And on that note, I'm going to tell a real quick story about my Uncle Al. So my Uncle Al, so I don't know if you know this, Trey, but I grew up going up to Wisconsin in the summers to visit my mom's parents, my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would always go fishing. We do like bobber fishing, like on off a deck. And uh, we go to a lake and we'd like sit there, you put, drop the line in the water and you wait for the bobber to go down. Kind of boring. But so then my uncle Al hit me up and he was one time, I don't know how old I was. I must've been like 13, maybe like 13, 12, 13. And he goes, Hey, we're going to go fly fishing. I was so like hype. Like, all right, now we're going to do like the real river runs through it. Fly fishing stuff. Right. He gets all the equipment. He's got flies. We go to the store, we like outfit ourselves with stuff. We, we got a cooler, we're bringing food. <laughs> we drive for like an hour to get to this location. We put on the waders. Mm-hmm. We're, we're like, you know what I mean? That's like the whole thing is going down. We're, we get into the water, we like walk on this trail. And then all of a sudden this river opens up in front of us. We're, we're out there, we're walking in the water. He's, uh, he's showing me the stuff. And then me being like a cocky asshole, I'm just like, yeah, I could do it. Like I could do anything. Just give me the fishing pole. <laughs> I know what I'm doing with this. Like, let's, let's get it going. I'm standing in the middle of the river. I cast back one time, whoop, right into a tree. The line <laughs> wraps up like a million times. Like, I don't know how it wrapped up so much in that one little cast. But, uh-huh. but like, and my uncle's like a very even keel dude. He was angry. Like I could tell, <laughs> like, I, could tell. I could tell that he was angry. And so then we're trying to like pull it out of the tree. And you know when you tangle like uh, like headphone wires? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a ball and you're like, oh shit, like I can't, I'll never get this. Thing. I'll just buy new headphones. Like there's no, yeah. there's no way to do this. This was like that, but with like fishing wire, like real thin <laughs> wrapped around this tree. And so we're like trying to untangle it. We're getting close. We're like really looking at it. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh shit, there's a beehive. <laughs> like I kid you not, dude, we were out there for maybe 15 minutes. And I ruined the whole trip. It was a trip, <laughs> trip ended. <laughs> we didn't do anything. He cut the wire. We sacrificed the, the, the line. Got back in the car and drove home for an hour. It's a real silent. <laughs> we, didn't even, we, didn't, we didn't even complete one fishing attempt that whole trip. <laughs> he basically says, like, all right, next time you just keep your ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your ass in the dock with Grandpa. Oh, too funny. Anyway, shout out to my uncle Al. Happy birthday. I'm still sorry oh, about that fishing trip, man. It was a real hard time. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the show. We got a uh, we got a special guest today, and yep. we have a topic that uh, I don't know if a lot, I, I think a lot of people will get some some good use out of this because yeah. I certainly could use some help in this department. Uh, 
sorry, Trey, you get to tell us, tell, tell us who you are again. Sorry. I, I skipped over your, your, well, name. obviously everyone knows that I'm a father too. And, uh, I'm just, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Constantly. Just always exhausted. constantly tired. All right. And, and you're going to be extra exhausted because you're staying up late two nights this week, late yeah, until yeah. 9 PM. Uh, all right. So thanks for joining us again. And, uh, this week we are semi-informed about skincare and we got a special guest. All right, Trey, skincare. Um, we are joined today by a licensed esthetician. Did I say that right? Yeah. She's from the uh, Hazen Plastic Surgery in Princeton, New Jersey. She is um, impeccably skinned because she must be at her, her position. <laughs> Not even a word? <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. I don't know. Impeccably but skinned. All right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Victoria Deicher, welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Thank you so much for making time. Especially since we're dealing with a topic that, honestly, two dudes from, uh, you know, from North Jersey with bad skin, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. So we definitely needed a licensed esthetician to show yeah. us the ropes. I'm, I'm like pretty impressed that you can pronounce the word esthetician correctly. Most people are like, uh, anesthetician, like, no, I do not put people to sleep. <laughs> That's a bit extreme. That's a, although yeah. I'm sure you probably could do that if you, if you needed to. No, the procedures, the procedures you're doing at Hazen are not that complicated. That's well, actually, sometimes people do fall asleep when I give them facials, but oh, they're so relaxed. Not, yeah. It's not on purpose though. <laughs> All right, so let so real quick then, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into this field, and sort of what what uh what it's all about. So I always was interested in skincare. I was like the kind of person that in high school or even younger than that, if somebody had something on the on their skin, I was always like, let me let me at that, you know, like let me look, let me pop your pimple, give me oh, that yeah. blackhead, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're young like that, you kind of follow a linear path of what your parents expect you to do. You know, you go to high school, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job. Um, so I followed all of those steps and then I got into a career, which was fine. I just didn't love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was working in sales and marketing and, uh, for women's fashion and, I was still kind of like going back to skincare stuff, back to skincare stuff. Um, so after a while, I kind of was like, okay, what really can I do with this? Because it's obviously a passion. I should pursue it. Um, and when I discovered medical aesthetics, I knew that that was it from the start, just because it's a bit more results oriented mm. than the typical fluffier feel good spa environment, gotcha. if that makes sense. Sure. So I can help people deal with real issues like acne or hyperpigmentation or different things that they want to address. And that's so fun for me. It is. It's like you're, you you've become a professional pimple popper. 
Although yeah. you're not supposed to pop pimples, right? Like I did some research wor- working into this thing and, and Trey, I'm sure has some, uh, some numbers that we're going to get into with regards to the skincare industry, the so insanely typ- profitable skincare industry. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Typically we do say don't pop your pimples at home, mostly because people don't know how to properly do it. Um, There's a proper way to do this. There is a proper way. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I, just, usually I just let my wife go at it. She yeah, loves yeah, it. yeah. That's what you just let, you just let somebody else go after it and, and you use whatever the fuck they got in their hands or, or some weapons or some shit. Just get in there with some pokers. Yeah. Before no. we, wait, wait, I actually want to talk. All right. So before we just let you rail on how to, how to pop, properly pop pimples, Trey, yeah. hit us with some stats about the skincare industry and she can talk to us about how whether or not it's like you got into it and there is money to be made here. Correct. Correct. Like you do pretty well. I do. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Trey, talk to us. All right. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I found that, um, in, uh, in 2020, the global market in, uh, beauty and cosmetics was a $382 billion industry. And, uh, just skincare products alone uh, represented a hundred and thirty-five billion dollars. And when when you say skincare products, uh, Victoria, what does that mean to you? Is that like lotions, lotions and potions, facial cleanser, serums, yeah. sunscreen, moisturizer? It, it it how much of that is hokum? How much of that is just snake oil? It's all just bullshit. Because <laughs> like, cause like, I've had acne since I was 12, and I have gone down lots of fucking roads with with the hokum, and none of it, and I'm almost 40, and I'm still looking at shit on my face every day. You know what, though? Proactive does work. I tried it, bro. It didn't work with the, uh, it worked nope. the right. so, so the thing about skincare is now especially anyone and i mean anyone can go out there and start a skincare line you don't need certification you don't need a medical degree um you can literally just be like i looked this up in my backyard (laughs) (laughs) and what is it it's just i mean and they're but like you have i mean okay so that makes sense but like if you're gonna if you're gonna put some stuff together it's gotta at least have some buzzwords in it, right? Like this has aloe and whatever. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to express is that's the hard part of my job is that anybody who walks through the door could be using anything. And I've got to weed through the ingredients and figure out, is this a good fit? Is this not a good fit for that person? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I mean, like I said, like I've been down, I went down the proactive road, I went down a road where you literally take pictures of yourself and you send them someplace and then they send you back a concoction that you're supposed to use and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, it, it, there is so much money in, in these products and it's insane. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it all even said to American women in a lifetime just on skin products, right? That's not like everything right. else, but just on skincare products in their lifetime, which is, um, 46.5 whatever years they will spend fifteen thousand dollars right and 
Just on lotions and stuff. Just on yeah, just on skincare stuff for so and that doesn't and that excludes makeup, right? Like that's well just... yeah, that excludes all the other stuff. Well and and what I found interesting was like all the other stuff that um you know uh and we're saying women here, but I, I'll touch on this afterwards. But it, it said that uh, you know a woman could spend between two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand dollars in their lifetime on all beauty products across the spectrum. However, because I don't want to just keep saying women. Very interesting was that men do tend to do a lot more grooming, um, but it's just that they charge women more. So, huh. and especially because of the pandemic, um, this is where um, this is the last little bit that I found was that because of Zoom meetings, um, <laughs> men for the first time were looking at themselves right. constantly and realizing, yeah. "Holy shit! Like I've got bags under my eyes." I've right. got, you know, these crow's feet or, you know, whatever. And they've been more conscious about their skin. So, um, you know, that was kind of a byproduct from the pandemic. Victoria, do you have a lot of male clients? I do, actually. So um, working in Princeton, I'm in between a lot of financial companies, um, pharmaceutical companies, and we get a lot of male clients in who, you know, don't know what to do with their skin. And like, like you both said, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah, right. um, so, so we help guide what's them. What's it like when a guy, so, I mean, I went to your website, I went to the Hayes and Plastic Surgery website, and obviously you guys do plastic surgery, but you also do like Botox, you do facials, you do all sorts of stuff there. So it's not just like, a regular dermatologist right like a dermatologist if you go see them they'll just take a look at you at least in my experience this woman literally looked at me and she goes all right you need xyz and then sent me on my way and it was like the quickest thing ever and i was like well uh okay bye <laughs> i never saw her again i mean so like what's the typical experience for someone who's a new client of yours um, it depends on what they're looking for. If they're looking for true anti-aging um, surgical route, then we send them to Dr. Hazen, who is a double board certified plastic surgeon. Mm. Um, and she has everything from invasive to minimally invasive to non-invasive procedures that can help with, you name it. Um, but if your main concern is skin health uh, or acne or pigment or something you want to address, um, then they get sent to me mm -hmm. and I sit down with you and I'll consult, basically run through what you're doing currently at home, um, what your goals are, and then we kind of create a treatment plan based on what you're looking to accomplish. Is it just, is it? And this, and you can be graphic if you want. Is it just really gross? Like, does somebody just walk in there and they're like, "Look, I got the weirdest looking thing. Like, you gotta look at this. <laughs> I gotta get this thing off of me. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what I'm doing with wrong with it. I'm using a sander on it. Like, what do I? Do? <laughs> Have you ever seen like really gross stuff? Yeah, I mean, I that's what I love about my job. I know it Ooh. probably sounds weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's like the best part is like the gross, gnarly, shoot up in your face pimples. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? 
Have you ever had that happen before? Like you've had like Dr. Pimple Popper stuff where you have to like cut it open with like a cert like a scalpel. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I actually recently had somebody's pimple shoot <laughs> right next to my eye. Oh, oh. Do you wear a mask? <laughs> yes, I wear oh, a mask. Okay, good. With goggles, I'm hoping, or something? Like <laughs> eyes some sort of I actually, oh, no, no, like, like like riot police. <laughs> I usually wear a shield, but that okay, day good. I did not have my shield on. <laughs> we need those like radio inserts where you just play vomit sounds every time you mention somebody's pimple shooting on your own face. Um, yeah, but that's few and far between, you know. Yeah, I'm right, sure, but right, like yeah. still, the fact that you've the fact that that's happened. So like somebody will. I mean, how bad is somebody's pimple that they're like, I need somebody else to get it to do this because I can't. I'm. My fingers just couldn't get it. He had such bad acne. He actually said to me at one point, he was in the gym and he was planking. And from the plank pressure in his body, a pimple exploded in the gym. Wow. That's how bad what? That's how bad his acne was, yeah. I didn't even know that was possible, physically possible. I didn't know either until I met him. Oh my wow. God. That's interesting. <laughs> That's kind of freaking me out now. If I'm like, if I have like one of those real deep embedded pimples, maybe I just hang upside down or something and squeeze real tight, <laughs> let them shoot out on their own. <laughs> that was a thing. No, I think this was a special case, Ben. You have all right. Let me ask you another question. Do you have like a weird pressure on you to have clear skin all the time? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, like all women, I go through monthly hormonal changes and along with that comes sometimes the occasional pimple on the chin or on the jawline and um it's like people look at my face as almost like my business card or my resume of what i can do you know um so it's it's hard when something happens like that that you know it's just natural and and unavoidable you know right. but like i wouldn't go to a dentist if his teeth were all fucked up I'd be like, Something <laughs> this guy's not yeah doing, i'm not letting this guy touch my teeth I, like I i just i just um for 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 our um for our white listeners i just want to put this out here um i want you to explain to them um that lotioning their skin is important oh there okay. we go yeah talk about that okay Oh, what? because uh, black just don't because, black don't yes. crack isn't isn't actually a uh, uh, <laughs> biologically sound theory. It is just lotion. Because look, I, I have to put it out. Crack. I have to put it out there. My wife, my wife, who who is who is white, lotions like a black person. She literally has a bottle of cocoa butter <laughs> <laughs> that she lotions with. The first time I met her, I was like, I was like, oh. oh. I was like, oh, uh, I guess you date other black guys, huh? She's like, no, that's actually mine. Because <laughs> I was kind of thrown off. I'm like, why do you have a bottle of cocoa butter? You know? So, yes. can you Because please... moisturizing is important. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely moisturizing is important. She's on the right track. Good. <laughs> I mean, all human beings have skin, right? Skin just, I mean, like you, like, look, black people get ashy. Like, we used to make fun of each other if you got ashy. White people yeah. get ashy too. You just can't see it. it it's a different. The ash is there. It'll flake <laughs> off right on you. Yeah. How? What? Tell me what's like. What's like your? What's just like? All right. So like, say we have a listener 
they're like, I, uh, I'm like self-conscious about it or whatever. I just need like a good routine. What would you say is just like a good routine? Just like, a this is all you have to do and your skin will improve. I know that everybody's different. I know that everybody, your diet can affect these things, right? Like your, mm. your sun exposure, all that stuff can kind of affect it. But like, there's, there gotta be like base level things that you can do. I think the most important thing I would say is to be consistent with your skincare routine. So you want to be cleansing your skin morning and evening. Um, you want to be moisturizing and at a minimum sunscreen during the daytime is an absolute must. I know your eyes are probably both like <laughs> rolling back into your head every day. Yes, every day. Wow. Um, even black people. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, because that routine, is it, is it for both? Right? Yeah, of okay. course. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's, that's. Well, I yeah. mean, our skin, our skin is different. So, I mean, she's it's like, it's different, she said, but you can get skin cancer, is... bro. Like you, you'll get skin cancer too, dude. Of course. Yeah. Of so course. Put, put some suntan lotion on yourself. Yeah. I, for, I forget what the specific um, percentage is, but it's somewhere around 96 or 98% of facial aging is from sun exposure. So if oh, anti-aging is something that you want to start preventing earlier in life, mm -hmm. wear sunscreen every day. And when you say, when you say just have a cleansing routine, you can't just use regular soap on your face, right? Like you have to have, do you have to have some special facial soap that has X, Y, Z component? And what, you know, like, how do you avoid the snake oil? What, what should be in there? <laughs> so being that I work in a medical office, I usually recommend um, medical grade skincare because, so the difference is when you buy something over the counter, um, it doesn't have to go through any sort of regulatory testing, mm. but medical grade skincare has to go through a series of tests and studies to basically become the status of medical grade, which essentially means that it's proven effective before it even gets to the shelf at my office. Right. So um, I would say a medical grade like proper facial cleanser i'm not like definitely not dial soap or dove soap yeah. on the face take that um, dial and dove <laughs> hope they're not a sponsor <laughs> not yet we got it <laughs> and now not ever <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> on that note let's take a break and hear from not dove or dial <laughs> We'll be right back. Semi-informed, we are back with Victoria and we are talking about skincare. Let's get into some, well, actually, hold up. Before we get into some myths that I wanted to bust with you, you're a myth, but this is the myth buster segment of the show now. <laughs> now, before we get into some skincare myths, I just wanted to, to say, are there any brands that you do recommend? So we're obviously off dial on your face, off dove on your face, but are, what are like the good brands of soap that people could just go out and buy? Like maybe, I know that you said medical grade stuff, but maybe there is some of this stuff that's out in your local CVS or whatever that you can get right. that is people actually a good like product. with a budget, maybe that can't, you know. Right. Okay, so best CVS brand, I would say 
um, La Roche Posay, which is like a French um, dermatology brand. That's probably the best um, over the counter that stuff. from CVS. Okay. Uh, yeah, over the counter. Um, but I, I would definitely recommend looking into one that is fit for your skin type. So they have ones formulated for oily skin, dry skin, um, uh, you know, combination skin. So look for something like that. Okay. Um, but as far as like medical grade, what I have in my office, um, I like Skin Medica is a great skincare brand. Um, is Clinical is another really good skincare brand. If you're talking about like real anti-aging or like anti-acne or other issues, um, Dr. Obaji is like the best dermatologist. Um, he has a skincare line it's called ZO Skin Health. I have a lot of patients on that. And with really, really great results. Awesome. Well, yeah. that's good. That's good news. Yeah. I hope you were all taking notes. I did. I'm going to go to the store tomorrow. <laughs> Take care of this ridiculous looking face I got. <laughs> Get into. All right. Let's, let's try to bust some, bust some of these myths. Maybe you can help out. I'm not sure. All right. I'll try. <laughs> you'll, you'll try. Here's one. Here's one that I, uh, that I, I came across. When you're washing your face, hot water opens your pores and cold water closes them. Is that true? Yeah. It's true? Yeah. And so what you want is your, your pores to open up, then you clean all the gunk out of it, and then cold water closes it, close your pores back up. And you want closed yeah. pores. I mean, think about what happens to your body when you get in warm water or you get in cold water, right? When you get in warm water, you're like, that ah, feels good. Right. When you get in... Um, cold water it's like oh gosh you know out, tightens up it's essentially the the same thing happens with the follicle however conversely if you expose your skin to too much hot water it can compromise the skin um so we want to say limited amounts of warm water um in the winter time often people take really really hot showers for long periods of time yeah, exactly. Your skin gets super dry and irritated. Um, so when we're talking about cleaning out the skin, usually estheticians will use a steamer mm. for like five minutes. So we wash the face, we'll exfoliate, we'll steam a little bit to open up the pores and then we'll clean you out and we'll put a nice cool, you know, mask on afterwards to help um, kind of finish the treatment. But yeah, so yes. Warm okay. water opens your so pores warm up. warm water. Warm water, then cold yeah. water. Get that Pharrell Williams treatment. Yes. <laughs> All right. He has uh, a skincare line. Did you know that? I did know that, but I don't know if, you know, that could just be more of, this, more of that hokum. He's out there I, pushing his skin snake oil. We don't know. I happen to think he's adorable, so I hope his skincare line is... <laughs> we hope it's legit. Good. I mean, the man, the man is like 75, and he looks like he's about 13, so he's yeah. doing something right. Yeah, he's definitely doing something right. All right I, got, I got another myth here. Chocolate causes acne. Is that true? So in some cases, yes. There are foods that can trigger acne in different people. Is chocolate going to cause acne in everyone? No. Um, but it can be a trigger for some people. So any kind of sugar, 
um, dairy, um, alcohol, all of these things are fall under possible skin triggers. Interesting. I got, I got one. Go ahead. Uh, this is from, you know, growing up and your mom's always telling like, stop touching your face because you'll yep. give yourself pimples. Yep. Is that true? Yes, Trey. Your hands are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's, she's met you over Zoom and she knows you got nasty hands. <laughs> so, so do not oh, touch okay. your face. So Never so touch your face. On your finger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, okay, so I'm going to get like real weird on you for a minute, but think so about let's think about bacteria, yep. <laughs> right? So bacteria is everywhere, right? So mm -hmm. if you're, especially if you're acne prone, you don't want to touch your face because essentially what you're doing is spreading that bacteria around. Um, so a, like a huge issue during the pandemic for people and their skin is that a lot of times I've noticed that my clients are re-wearing masks for more than mm -hmm. one day. And then they wind up with pimples and stuff. And they're like, I've never had acne before. Why is this happening? I'm like, well, have you been re-wearing your mask? Bacteria. It's bacteria. Yeah. yeah. They're having a party on your face. face right. And you're inviting them there. You're, you're being a vampire. You're letting them in. You're inviting them in. Yeah. I Don't mean, think that. about all the things we touch. Our dogs, our, oh. you know, like. And then you touch your face, and then it's like ATM Ooh. buttons, ATM yeah. buttons, the rails at, on the subway. It's a lot of touching. So just so so, what you're saying is that we should all just be wearing gloves full time. <laughs> no, I think no like hand I think, models protecting no. our hands. <laughs> like in no. White Club, just don't <laughs> just don't touch your face. No, I think if you are going to touch your face, wash your hands. Wash first. your hands. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. There you go. Sing, and sing happy birthday. Yeah. We don't need to create complexes or anything over here, but wash your hands. All right. Here's, here's a couple one. Here's a couple more. Uh, acne is genetic. Sometimes. Sometimes. So just like chocolate, sometimes we don't know. So I don't know which parent to get mad at for my issues. All right. <laughs> Vitamin E rubbed on uh, topically or ingested is great for your skin. Ooh, that's I, a no. She said no on that one. So vitamin E incorporated into skincare is not a bad thing. I think that vitamin E is a great skincare ingredient, but raw vitamin E to rub on your face. No, we don't put oil on our face. Interesting. What a, all right. So that kind of leads into the other one. People who have generally oily skin should not apply lotion. That's incorrect, right? Because we already talked about moisturizing. You should definitely moisturize, even if you're oily, but what you want to look for is an oil-free slash non-comedogenic moisturizer. Got it. Seawater, the ocean is good for your skin. Salt water. So, so if you look at a lot of anti-aging skincare, you will see marine extracts. You will mm -hmm. see seaweed extract you will see all kinds of ingredients that stem from the ocean right so i'm gonna say also some i'm sorry my answers are like in the middle Hokum. yeah you know do like i think jumping oil. in do i think jumping in the ocean is gonna like magically clear you up no that's not gonna happen <laughs> 
it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen for you but there are some there's definitely some benefits from from the ocean there's what someone about? listening right now who's laying in a bathtub full of salt and like son of a bitch god damn it <laughs> <laughs> well no here's another good one because so what about like charcoal because you see a lot of products that are like charcoal infused and it's like this is gonna change the game no no i think the only thing that i would say like charcoal or um clay yeah. that would be useful would be like a mask okay you know Mm-hmm. If you, let's say you were breaking out around your nose and chin, if you did like a charcoal or a clay mask, mm-hmm. um, but now they're throwing charcoal in everything. I think it's ridiculous. That's with this, the latest snake oil, right? Like, so, yeah. I mean, cause so when I, I went to Iceland and I went in the blue lagoon. Yeah. And that's like, you know, it's like a, what, what is that called? When it's like heated from nature. What's that Like called? a hot spring. Yeah, it's yeah. like a hot spring, right? It's like a natural hot spring. Yeah. So they push like crazy the the skin benefits of going into this thing and the, and all the products that they make from it and all that kind of stuff like, like healing lotions. properties and stuff oh, right? healing properties yeah. all that kind of what's the deal with that stuff no um i think usually in hot springs there's like uh sulfur sulfur yeah there's it. certain minerals in the yeah. water yeah so actually sulfur can be really beneficial for the skin in small doses um mm. It helps with acne. It helps with oil production. Right. So yeah, there are definitely benefits. Um, but like it, same, like I said before, do I think jumping in the hot spring one time is going to fix all your problems? A, so, so we shouldn't jump in a vat of sulfur is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, like that's not, no. All right, here's the last one. So when you apply, so say that you, say you get a breakout. Uh-huh. I got to apply, uh, I got, I got moisturize. I got to apply some acne s- stuff. I got to yeah. like do all this stuff. Is there like a specific order that you should do it in? Or can you just put it all at blah, 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 blah. You're just putting on layers of this stuff. Like what? That's, a that loaded, that's another loaded question, Ben. <laughs> but essentially if you're spot treating with like a benzoyl peroxide or a salicylic acid, just on a pimple you right. can do it after you moisturize okay i've right. got i've got one more hold on Trey, got go one for more it. hit us up crazy, crazy one uh you're saying to like put the spot on the you know put a spot on a pimple uh yeah. i've heard uh toothpaste oh yeah no. toothpaste i heard that one too no no okay oh toothpaste oh. yeah it doesn't matter what kind of toothpaste what if it's that uh that that uh baking soda toothpaste I've heard whitening toothpaste. I've heard baking soda toothpaste. I guess if you have no other option and you're like in the wilderness, then <laughs> you're living off the grid. If you're living yeah, off the grid and, and you can't chew up any herbs to rub into your wounds, then just throw some toothpaste on your pimples. Toothpaste although, on although your pimples. honestly, if you're out in the woods and you don't even have a mirror, like who the hell cares? <laughs> yeah. You're not getting but, any I mean, Zoom calls. If you're within, if you're within driving distance to a CVS or whatever, get yourself a proper spot treatment. Oh, <laughs> is there God. any, all right, Victoria, before we jump into trending topics, oh, is there God. anything else that we missed that you're like, we definitely should know about this? No, I think we covered like the basics of skincare, like keeping a regular consistent routine, right. wearing sunscreen is something I tell everybody um yeah shave like there's other stuff like shave 
a, uh, not against the grain of your beard. Oh, stuff if for, you're a guy, because then you'll. Oh, you you'll, mean like you'll for men specific? Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, just just in general, just stuff that yeah, like stuff that we wouldn't normally have thought about. Like that's one that I had to learn. Yeah, there's so many though. Like there's so many things. Um, okay, here's one. Um, change your pillowcase every week. Oh, bacteria buildup. Bacteria. It's the bacteria. Um, use a separate. Damn it! You just proved my wife right. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's like, Sorry. why are we always get? Trey's like, do you know what the laundry bills are in this house? Can't be washing pillowcases every week. Sorry. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so that's also, a good one. I use a separate towel for my face. Oh. Like I don't use my body towel on my face. Oh. Because okay. people typically, I mean, I'm very thorough when I wash my body, but typically people don't wash their bodies as thorough as they do their faces. So when you're, you're drying, you got that dirty butthole in. You hold like that dirty butt, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're rubbing your dirty butthole on your face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put that quote. That's the quote oh, of, the, of the whole podcast. This whole show is just going to be called... Can it be dirty, the title? Your dirty butthole on your face. In quotes, in quotes, Victoria Deicher. That was great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. That was great. Let's, uh, Victoria, you're going to stick around for trending topics? Sure. All right. It's now time for trending topics. All right, Trey and Victoria, trending topics. Are you ready? I'm ready. Victoria, yeah. are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. <laughs> Trending topic number one, Survivor. Oh, that show's still on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to say a new season. A new season starting. Uh, Victoria, do you agree? Yeah, well, okay. So my husband and my Aunt Cecilia are the only two people watching Survivor Live. <laughs> they're, keeping it, they're keeping it alive. <laughs> they're keeping it alive. So yes, I know a new season just started. We are actually on episode two of the new season. And guess what number season it is? Well, it's, and so here's oh, a, my. Wait, 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 wait. Here's a context clue. Victoria, you might know. But so here's the context clue. I worked for Survivor in 2007 on season 14 what season oh. are we on right now i can't do math the math <laughs> the math is not going to be correct if you try to do it because they do two seasons a year okay i'm going to throw a wild guess out Go for unless it. trey has one ready victoria let's hear it trey's got nothing 40 <laughs> very close price is right rules trey what do you got yeah, I was going to say um, 38. Ooh, Victoria has you beat. Victoria wins the showcase. <laughs> what did I win, Ben? <laughs> you on a trip to knowing how many seasons of Survivor there are. <laughs> there are 42 seasons of Survivor. That is insane. Wow. <laughs> um, who was I with? Oh, I was with... Uh, some of uh my girlfriend kelly some of her friends are big like survivor heads we were they wanted to know all the dirt all the trivia all the background stuff and essentially we just ended up talking about remember that one time that uh a picture of jeff probes naked went around the internet anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> trending topic number two the masked singer 
I can't stand singing shows. Really? I I don't I don't like them. Um, Victoria, what are your thoughts on the mask singer? I could not care less. There awesome. you go. I'm Great. with her on that one. Um, but I know it's another season, right? It's a, it's a it's. And what season are we of the masked singer? Oh, well, you fucking kidding. Um, I would. I don't know. <laughs> what is it like five or six? We're up to like season that? seven right now. Okay. Oh wow! I was gonna wow. say like three. <laughs> yeah, right. So am I. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I just thought it like had just started, but no, we're on season seven already. We're like going deep. I'm pretty sure it's like the only shows like keeping Fox alive. <laughs> it might be. Yes. <laughs> All right, so The Masked Singer, trending topic number two. Trending topic number three, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh. Hmm. Why do we think this terrible human is trending on Twitter tonight? Well, well, I know she she supposedly said she didn't realize she was like at like a white nationalist gathering. Well, <laughs> she on. didn't know. Not many of us. Not many of us can tell. She's you know like, I mean? she was like, I opened the door and just wandered in. <laughs> I didn't realize. I mean, she's also probably like every event I'm at is probably a white nationalist rally. So how can I differentiate? Victoria, uh, do you have any guesses as to why Marjorie Taylor Greene is trending right now? Unacceptable behavior. That is correct. But what specific unacceptable behavior? And it's unacceptable in terms of the political climate and, you know. Well, was it because what she did at, at the... Uh... State of the Union? She was, like, yelling? Yeah, but, I mean, that was, what, two weeks ago now? I don't, yeah. It's weird that she would still be trending for that reason, right? Uh, what, is, what could she have done recently? So, apparently, Marjorie Taylor Greene was the only person in the joint address of Congress by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky who did not applaud. She just stood there and watched. Really? Yep. I just think that's weird that someone was just specifically looking to see what she was going to do, though. Well, that's just, how just we to tweet judge about people it, I mean, right now. She, she was apparently spotted checking her phone while, the, while her colleagues gave him a standing ovation ahead of his remarks. And she's she, also one of those people who's been advocating against any yeah. U.S. involvement and helping Ukraine at all against Russia. So not surprisingly, she's like, no. Uh, maybe she won a bid on eBay on, with a space laser or something. I don't <laughs> she's, know. <laughs> she's, she's like, oh, my God, my bid came through. <laughs> she had to wow. check her phone. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Gosh, she's terrible. Oh. All right. Trending topic number four. M-A-F-S Boston. M-A-F-S Austin? No, no, no. M-A-F-S Austin. Boston. Oh, Boston. Yes. I don't, I don't know. Victoria, do you have any idea what MAFS could stand for? Do you watch any television? Um, no. Okay, not helpful. Trey, <laughs> back to you. MAFS. Married. Oh, married at first sight? Married at... <laughs> it was like a Wheel of Fortune answer. <laughs> married at first what is, sight? What is... <laughs> That is correct. Married at First Sight, Boston is apparently a TV show. Uh, you know, because people get married at first sight. We wonder why the divorce rates are so high in this country. Oh, I, I thought it was I thought it was mothers against freestanding structures. <laughs> <laughs> yep. These moms just want buildings, low buildings. <laughs> I did watch um oh, wait. Even- I did watch season one of Married at First Sight. <gasps> and? Um, 
Wow, what a show. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a state for America. Yeah. Wow. So wait, wait, what is what is so what is it about? Like like how do they meet and so um, uh, oh go ahead, Victoria. Oh, she's seen it. I think like a team of people based on their psychological and whatever emotional evaluations like pair up these people mm-hmm. and then they get married and then they live together and then they decide if they're going to stay together but they're like legit married yeah. yes not oh, wow. to be con- not to be confused with love is blind where they also don't see each other, but there's no team of people matching them. It's mm. that they're in the pods with each other, like talking through a wall. Oh. And then they get married. Then they get married. Oh, okay. All right. Ready? So there are, uh, let's see, how many seasons of, too many. There's too many damn seasons of the show already. 13 seasons. Uh, Married at first sight? Yes. Beginning with season two, it aired and simulcast on its sister network. Oh, oh, it's first aired in the U.S. on the FYI network, and then it began airing on A&E. The series features three to five couples paired up by relationship experts who agree to marry when they first meet. For the first three seasons, the experts were a clinical psychologist, a sexologist, a sociologist, and a human chaplain. Or no, a humanist chaplain. Starting with the fourth season, the experts were uh, this guy Schwartz, pastor and marriage counselor and a communication and relationship expert and then they've they've keep they keep changing sort of who the experts are but magically these people get married over the 13 completed seasons married at first sights 49 couples have been matched 29 of them 59 percent, chose to stay married on decision day out of which more than half have since gotten divorced (laughs) (laughs) gee as of December 2021, this left only 12 married couples, making for the current overall success rate of the show a whopping 24%. I can't believe there's been so many seasons. Yeah. Neither can I? And I can't believe that after 24% success rate, people keep doing this shit. Keep doing this shit. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Oh, man. Unbelievable. And uh, let's do trending topic number five uh let's see i gotta pick a good one that's not baseball or sports yeah, i don't know anything about baseball god we love baseball and sports here uh purim happy purim i think that's a jewish thing oh my god my wife's gonna kill me <laughs> i think that she is also because you apparently missed a holiday <laughs> wait, isn't it, wait, I think isn't it like uh isn't it like Halloween? The Jewish something? holiday of Purim takes place on March 16th and March 17th to commemorate the saving of the Jewish people from Hama as told in the book of Esther. Yes, I believe the people get dressed up. Yeah. And uh and uh Trey, you're in the doghouse. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you you know what you can do to get out of it. I need to get, I need to get one of those like Jewish calendars with like all the holidays, you know. <laughs> just like six just, holidays just, a year just, just, <laughs> you know you no. do... go ahead right. Ben. Oh, i was gonna say you know what you could do to get out of the doghouse ahead of the time is just uh wash the pillow covers right away <laughs> do, that. do that tonight we're just gonna get a, a, a calendar for gentiles you know so i know what's going on 
<laughs> track of it. Or just talk to your wife. Well, she didn't even tell me. <laughs> oh, well, she doesn't even know. The kids aren't getting dressed up. All right. And that has been Trending Topics. Happy Pro. All right, that has been another wonderful episode of Semi-Informed with Ben and Trey. Thank you so much to our guest, Victoria Deicher. She is a licensed esthetician at Hazen Plastic Surgery in Princeton, New Jersey. Victoria, how can people find you and utilize your skincare services? Um, you can call the office. At, well, you can Google Hazen Plastic Surgery, um, or you can follow me on Instagram at V Aesthetics. So it's V E E underscore Aesthetics. Awesome. Everybody yeah. should go do that. I follow yeah. her. She's got some good stuff there. And uh, and yeah, and thank you so much. And Kelly, remember, do not do not wipe your face with your butt towel. <laughs> if we've learned anything today do not wash your face with your butt towel thank you so much um everybody uh thank you once again for joining us please 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 stick around uh we're gonna have another episode coming up this week we're recording it tomorrow and we are going to be semi-informed about farming in america oh my god good luck to us <laughs> all right Good night, everybody. All right, man. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh wait, stay, Victoria. Oh. Oh wait, stay. I just got. I got to take a picture. Or just, just wait. Turn your camera back the other way again. All right, just smile or do something and like just smile, and then I'll I'll use this as like our. I feel like. (laughs) Okay. Look at your camera. Don't look at me. Try look at your camera. Good. We got it. All right.